This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 KHTT HD2. All right, welcome back. It's 145 here on the Blitz 1170. My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is non-exotic Hubbard hanging out on the opposite side of the glass. Reminder again, Jinx, moving to 92.9 The Drive coming up on Friday evening. Uh, In the next segment, we'll check in with Eli Letterman from the Tulsa World. Then later on in the 2 o'clock hour, we're going to go over some of the best games in Bedlam, reactions from last night during the college football playoff poll, and much, much more, including the Blitz Mix at 3 o'clock. But right now, let's head to the Oklahoma Ford Dealers Hotline and welcome in. Dr. Chris Crane from Tulsa Bone & Joint. TulsaBoneAndJoint.com is the website that you need to check out. Dr. Crane, how are you doing this week? I'm good. How are you doing, Jeremy? Doing well, man. Doing well. Um, I say that, but that's also just being pleasant. I've had this cold, and I cannot get over it. The faucet has been on inside my head now for the last week and a half, two weeks. It's uh, very irritating, but it's also this time of the year, right, where you're dealing with uh, all these different ailments uh, going on. But, hey, at least it's not COVID. So there. There's me being just 100% honest with you, Dr. Crane. <laughs> that was a very cheerful outlook on that. I appreciate it. Yes, very, very much so. Uh, all right. I did, I did want to talk today uh, about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, the uh, quarterback for the Bills, sustained a UCL injury. And he was questionable leading up to their game against the Minnesota Vikings. He did not practice for much of the week. They were taking a very cautious approach with him. I mean, to the point where he was basically a game-time decision. And next thing you know, he's out there and he's playing against the Vikings. We've talked about UCL injuries in the past, and everyone needs to understand that from what I've learned from Dr. Stanley all those years ago is that an overhand throw – places so much stress on the elbow in general. And we talk about this a lot in, in baseball pitchers, but just throwing athletes in general, um, a UCL injury is one of those that you have to keep an eye on. And the Bills were doing that with Josh Allen. So uh, let's kind of walk through this, right, Doc? I, I mean, as as much as we want to sit here and, and say, well, he played and he's going to be fine. I mean, this is still one that I think could probably linger for a while, even if he played last week against the Vikings. Yeah, it truly depends on the extent of his injury. And I'm hopeful the fact that he's playing uh, so quickly after that initial injury uh, is a sign that it, it's at least still intact, maybe inflamed or, or painful, but but not torn or compromised structurally. Because you're absolutely right. I mean, in a throwing motion with an overhead pitch or a football throw, you put triple-digit pounds per square inch across that that ligament. I mean, this is not a small amount of force. It's a major point of failure. If that's not there, an overhead throw is just not something you can tolerate, not something you can put a lot of force on. And so this is a critical thing when it does tear completely. Uh, If it needs reconstructive surgery, 
that's a very long recovery. That's a that's a close to a year worth of protocols to get back to that high level, high power throwing, um, and it's not 100%. So this is this is something that has a lot of potential to be a substantial injury. Uh, again, I'm hopeful, uh, fingers crossed, that the fact that he has gotten back to playing uh, fairly quickly is suggestive that it's not one of the more major issues that we see. So one of the things in, in the reporting from this weekend that I thought was interesting was, of course, the Bills are going to do their due diligence. I mean, this is their $200-plus million quarterback, and they're a Super Bowl favorite. Um, but one of the reports said they spent extensive uh, and intensive time this week listening to their doctors, and they reached out to a bunch of arm specialists. And the team was reassured that he's not in any added risk to make the injury worse if he plays uh, in that game. Now, not at like a significant risk throwing the ball, but what if he takes a hit that stresses the UCL? That's another thing, too. Like We can sit here and talk about throwing the ball, but this is a contact sport, right? There, there's, a, there's an opportunity that exists for him to potentially take a shot on there I don't think that that happened in the game, but it's still that's still one of those little risks that you have moving forward with him trying to play. And I saw a clip of the the game that kind of started all this with their overtime loss, and he did seem to take some sort of a chop to the arm. Much more commonly with the UCL, what we see is an overuse type of injury. Uh, repetitive throwing, especially in pitchers that aren't resting, they're playing year-round. Uh, either whether that's baseball or whether it's a quarterback that throws continually throughout the year for practice without rest periods, it just gets inflamed. It gets, it gets painful, but it also loses some of that strength and you can end up leading to bigger damage even without contact. Uh, I think the odds that he gets hit mid throw re-injuring that worse are probably low, but never zero. The other item on this that I thought was intriguing, and it was just in the early stages of this, one of the things that they were worried about was some nerve damage. Um, you might be able to explain a little bit more about the ulnar nerve that's crossing right there at that elbow joint um, and how much of a role that this kind of plays into an injury like that. Yeah, everybody's familiar with their ulnar nerve, even if they don't realize it, because that's the funny funny bone nerve, the, the one that you bump uh, against a table or a counter and, and zing that pain all the way down to your pinky. Uh, and that's exactly what that nerve is looking to do. It provides sensation all the way down to the outer edge of your hand. Um, and it's it's living in that cubital tunnel, that space right on the inner edge of that elbow, right next to the UCL. And so it's another structure that doesn't love all the stress and the pressure, and that can be pretty painful. Throwing motions in particular can put it in a position that adds a little bit of tension or stretch on that nerve. And so frequently when they do any kind of surgery to address the UCL, they also have to or choose to address the nerve uh, and sometimes even go through the great length of moving that nerve around to a different spot in the arm that's not going to be next to that ligament and next to that stress. So how do you balance an injury like this? You're in the middle of the season. Um, yes, you can have injuries, right, that are results of a fall or a collision. Some of these are just overuse injuries. But how do you how do you balance this still during your season when you have eight games in the regular season left 
for a quarterback. Um, I mean, he still has to throw, so is it just more than likely limiting as many um, chances at, at throwing during a practice week? That's that's where I'm, I'm, I think I fall into the – I'm in, more intrigued by how they balance all of this moving forward. Yeah, and especially since they've reached out to a number of specialists, it sounds like they're trying to be absolutely sure that him continuing to play and throw – is not something that's going to worsen this over time. I think they're being very cautious and taking it day by day, just kind of seeing what he can tolerate. Again, without an actual tear, I would be hopeful that he is going to be able to keep playing and at least uh, be a part of the team at his usual competitive level. Uh, But if the pain increases where it's really limiting him, that, that could be something they want to rest him more and limit that swelling and, and give him extra time between practices or, or make sure that between games he's thoroughly rested, you know, icing it and all the different ways that we try to keep that pain and swelling down uh, and seeing how he responds to that. And like you said, there's, there's really a fair amount of football left to play, <laughs> and it's, it's going to be a steady pace to make sure he doesn't overdo it while still making sure he's, he's able to do what he can. Dr. Chris Crane is with us via the Oklahoma Four Dealers hotline from Tulsa Bone and Joint here on the Blitz 1170. Okay, um, I want to move to a, uh, a gentleman that's just had incredible uh, uh, amount of bad luck. Um, have you ever been around, Doc, someone or an athlete that just, they just have bad luck? I don't know any other way to put it, right? They get one injury and it just compiles, they, they get another one, it's a snowball effect, and before you know it, you're looking at someone that is still a incredibly young in terms of age, but their body's just been ravaged. And that is kind of the story of Jason Verrett, who played cornerback at TCU. A lot of Big 12 fans will remember him. Um, He is now on the Niners, and he just tore his Achilles again the other day. So let me run down for the listeners the list of injuries that Jason has had. It's two Achilles tears now, two ACL tears, a severe ankle injury that kept him out 15 games. He's had a torn labrum. And on and on and on. He's only played 40 NFL games. Oh, and plus he's had bilateral uh, shoulder surgeries as well. I I feel so awful for him because he was such a great player in the Big 12 Conference. But is there something that just certain guys just having bad luck? And I know everything's connected right in the anatomy on this. Uh, Can you, is there a roadmap with you know, one injury on top of the other affecting other parts of the body. Uh, And maybe we're too far from it to even be able to discuss that. I just find that incredible that some guys just have that poor of luck. It's definitely something that you don't want to see. It's something that over time, these injuries accumulating, the amount of rehab they're having to do to recover from each individual injury to make sure that they're not leading themselves to higher risk of other types of injuries uh, the one I, the way I see this the most through my clinic is ankle. Yeah. And they, they can get to the point where it's not hurting, but they haven't reached the point where their strength and especially their balance are back to normal. And so they want to get back to playing, but if they do without the right rehab, it tends to lead to a higher rate of re-injury or other types of injuries on the field. And so it, it does compound if you have an injury that you don't fully recover from or you do, but not all the way. Uh, then it just sort of leaves you open for more injury, and that means you have more rehab and more, especially in his case, the number of surgeries that he's had. Those are not small surgeries to have to recover from. So making sure that you not only recover fully from the injury that you have, 
but also get back to the level of play. I mean, he's trying to play NFL. This is not small potatoes. This is this is high level play, explosive maneuvers and speed. And he's got a lot, a tall order, a lot to ask of himself to to keep up with that number of injuries. Uh, it's it's difficult, and I mean, at some point, it's I mean, it's kind of his team and his call. But man, you got to wonder at what point do you consider not doing this to yourself? You know. Well, and rehab is difficult, right? I mean, rehab is oh, is absolutely. is awful for a lot of these guys, and. That's why you hear some guys get to a point where they're at a stage in their career and they have an injury happen, and you hear them talk about just the rehab process and talking about, I didn't want to have to go through that again. I want to be able to do it on my timeline and and bounce back. Um, And then there's the the other part of this, too, that I think is important, and that is the mental checkout. I mean, how many people have you been around, Doc, that have gone through multiple injuries like this, and then you tell them, hey, you've got this again, and they're just – the, the 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 last thing they could ever think about doing is having to go and start the process all over again, especially when you've done it a number of times. And you've got to be in the right mental place to go through and to go through a rehab properly. Absolutely, it's it's a difficult thing. Shoulder and ankle; these are not small rehabs. These are lengthy uh, courses with physical therapists and with trainers to get all of the motion and strength and balance and explosiveness back and and to have another injury and just have to, like you said, go through that process yet again, and knowing what it is and knowing how long it really entails, uh, it, it's difficult. And that's that's a tough situation to be in. That's a tough situation to have to try to help and treat. Uh, it's it's complex, and it, they all those injuries are going to play off each other as they rehab at various rates. And so, yeah, it's it's a tough situation. You don't want to see this. Uh, you do have to wonder if there's, you know, maybe something going on. Is, is there some underlying connective tissue disorder? I mean, maybe they've looked into this, but, this, you know, is there something leading or predisposing to all these injuries, or is it truly just bad luck? Tulsa Bone enjoyed his moving life forward. And if you want to move forward in your life, if you're having to go through uh, issues like that, good Lord, I hope it's not like Jason Verrett's having to go through right now. Uh, but Tulsa Bone and Joint would definitely be the place to do that. The uh, orthopedic experts offering a full range of musculoskeletal care, physical therapy, on-site imaging, and much, much more. Check them out online at TulsaBoneandJoint.com. Dr. Crane, thank you so much for all your time this week. We'll definitely check in again with you next week. Have a great weekend. Sounds fantastic. See you then. Thank you. That is uh, Dr. Chris Crane joining us here via the Oklahoma Ford Dealers Hotline. All right. Let's, Matt, take a timeout. We'll come back. And when we do, we'll check in with one Eli Letterman, who covers the Oklahoma Sooners for the Tulsa World. That's next year on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.